Hey Expression Radio, this is Family Stories with Ronnie and Brian, and we're happy to be back on this fall day, and we've got Pam Tufts with us. With one of our favorite people in the one world. One of our favorites, <laughs> and uh, she is getting ready to launch a new home Bible study um, with the title of Coffee and Conversations, and I thought, well, that's what this is. We just need the coffee, but we're having our own little Coffee and Conversations here for this episode, and uh, Pam is just so dear to us. We've known her. She's probably watched our boys grow up, and uh, she's a mom of three boys, and I'm a mom of three boys, so uh, we've always bonded over that. Uh, She's been... uh, uh, director and pastor over our ladies here at Expression Church, and just she is a lady of just grace and uh, depth of the word, and it's just uh, such substance to everyone that she's around. Makes everybody feel like a friend and uh, just warm. And I was even thinking today, um, just as I was uh, knew that we were going to be having this talk, I always go to Pam's house and feel inspired to do something at my own house uh not even in a comparison way in a truly inspired way like i'm like even if it's just like i want to light a uh scented yeah a seasonal candle because her home is just so warm it is so inviting you everything smells good everything is charming and yeah no, you didn't say house you said home home and yes. that, that's the gift that uh it's one of the gifts that pam has yes and she brings that to uh just the women in her life but especially to the women of uh expression church so it's just awesome to have you with us today pam go ahead and say hello to everyone well hello everybody and i just want to um say on that note with the boys that yes i have candles because i've raised boys and i've got grandsons <laughs> so that's my secret I, that i that is a note for me uh can we get light a candle in the car actually michael rousey would say yes but boy i'm we are living in a football <laughs> locker room car right now and a little bit in our man cave too so light light the candle that's the lesson for so far today (laughs) oh pam uh you know just over the course of uh your ministry at expression uh you've always had a huddle of ladies around you Mm -hmm. um always digging into something that the lord uh uh, has stirred in your heart to um, to talk about and to build into the body. Um, uh, tell us a little bit about your passion and love for uh, these uh, uh, small group Bible studies and, and for uh, kind of locking in with other women. Uh, tell us a little bit about that. Well, I think that began um, years ago because I, I had, um, back in 76, I had lost a sister and um, – was the only girl, didn't have a sister, became involved in church, and then all of a sudden I had, God had blessed me with a lot of sisters. <laughs> and that just, to me, just was so easy to bond with other women. Yeah. Because I had missed that. Wow. And um, that's, that's how I became so interested in ladies' ministry, is because we need each other. Right. And, um, I've had so many women contact me, text me, call me, stop by to share things, sort of get, you know, insight on things, sort of pray with them. And um, that has been my biggest blessing. Like, nobody can replace your sister, but God has really blessed me so much with other women. Yeah. 
and I think about you saying that, and I know uh, probably a handful of times when I have called you, but like, Pam, mm-hmm. I need prayer for this specific mm-hmm. thing. And I say that because it's not something that I do very often. And just in honesty, I'm a little uh, careful, I guess, about who I do call for things. But just for that to say a lot about who you are, that, uh, you know, many different ages of ladies, many different uh, walks of life and needs, you have always been that trustworthy phone call that we know, okay, you are going to get a hold of God on our behalf. Definitely. Definitely. Well, you have, uh, and, you know, remind me and refresh me with this, but I know that uh, uh, you had a huddle, and I, you may still have this huddle of ladies that uh, uh, really pray together and, and were believing together. Uh, what was the name of uh, that huddle that you had? Oh, gosh, am I just really putting us on the spot right now? <laughs> but there was a, uh, I remember even, you know, kind of before I was walking in ministry with you, you had a uh, huddle of just a, a few ladies that I know that you guys really kind of leaned on one another for prayer and, and believing and all that. We did, and it was ladies with going through similar things, at mm-hmm. t- you know, in their life at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, but that you all have remained. And we have continued. Yes. And remained friends. And um, and I have met their friends mm-hmm. and then their friends. And so, you know, it's just any given time, um, I can call any of them up or they can call me. Mm-hmm. And it's so nice to know that there's somebody right there. And I've got a great family, but there's just something different about your church family and your church friends um, to talk with and to pray with and um to share life with right and so um, yeah what tell i mean tell us about that like what uh because a lot of people might hear that and go well you know i'm just so tight-knit with my family you know we're okay we've got this right you know all that kind of thing what is the thing that is uh you know that what you would tell somebody that says i'm good with my family i don't need to reach out beyond that (laughs) what is the strength (laughs) behind that or what's the pull well, there was a time where I didn't feel like I needed a church family, honestly. And my dear aunt that lives in Jacksonville, um, she kept stressing to me. She's the only one in my family that would tell me, you need a church family. Mm. And I kept saying, why? Why do you think I you know, need that? I read my Bible. I've got there my go. people I talk <laughs> to. And, you know. and so she went to explain you know certain things you go through and you need to be with like-minded christians Mm -hmm. and there's people there that can lift you up you can lift them up and she said it's just totally different it's a different kind of family yeah but you'll always you'll always have them and so aren't we thankful for aunts like that who Mm -hmm. (laughs) are just people who speak into our lives and let us know what we need even though we might not see what we need Mm -hmm. it's uh, interesting that i hear that because i hear when literally while you're saying that i'm thinking about jesus and where his mother and brothers had come and said hey we'd really like to talk with you we want to visit and all that kind of thing and he takes the uh, moment to just go i'm going to teach everybody something here and he goes look my mother and brothers are the ones that are doing 
uh, the will of God with me. In other words, there is something special that even Jesus was pointing out. He wasn't saying, I don't really care about my family. He was just saying that there is something, uh, a bond that's created, and there's a like-hearted, like-mindedness with those that you're actually doing uh, ministry with mm-hmm. and uh, you know, trying your best to kind of live out what God's doing in your life. Um, and we need to be able to look to one another in the middle of uh, the stuff that we're, the common battles that we're fighting and going, I know what you're feeling, I know what you're seeing, and let me tell you how I got through that. Exactly. And that's what brings me to a lot of the Bible studies that I do is um, <clears throat> it's life and different things that that you go through that you don't see coming, mm-hmm. but you learn that God knew they were coming, mm-hmm. you know. And so when you've got your church family to talk about those things, to learn about those things, um, it's been a life changer for me. Just being able to have, you know, good Christian women in my life that I know truly cares about me. Um, and I care about them, so. That's why I enjoy having people over, having Bible studies, just talking about the Lord, just getting to know them right. and their families, and that's that brings me, besides the the dirty boys, that brings me joy. <laughs> Maybe that's the thing. We've had so many boys in our lives, We especially exactly. the time with exactly. uh, the ladies. <laughs> uh, so... Pam, you've launched so many Bible studies uh, in our time at Expression Church with the ladies here and uh, different book studies that we've done together. Uh, something that is so awesome about Pam is she is such a wonderful crafter and creator of uh, whether it's a floral arrangement or uh, she also does these cool um, Dollar Tree finds that she turns into <laughs> something much better uh, with a little bit of love and paint, you know, to make it even nicer. Um, and, but you don't just stop there with your own craft time at home or your own supply at home. You give so generously of uh, your talent. And to I am an example of that because things that I would have never known, like I'll say this, I did not have a glue gun until Pam was like, you don't have a glue gun, take this home with you <laughs> after one of our craft nights. That's as important <laughs> as bread and milk. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, things that I didn't even know I could do with Pam's uh, teaching and examples, I am able to bring home after like a fun craft night with our ladies like I did this and I actually just brought out those little pumpkins that we whitewashed and painted and everything uh, recently for decorating but so all of that is who you are all of that is in your heart and so uh, now you're kind of launching a Bible study at home uh, for the women at our church Um, tell us a little bit about that book and what you hope for it to be and we want to encourage people to maybe listen to to see hey we hope it inspires you to maybe start something um at home with ladies in your life maybe if you're at expression church come out but uh tell us a little bit about the new bible study you're doing well the new bible study that i'm doing is by lisa turquist Mm -hmm. and it's called forgiving what you can't forget now i was invited to this bible study by a dear friend of mine to speak about some things because she knew I had gone through some pretty bad 
um, emotional, marital things in my life and had overcome. Mm-hmm. And she wanted me to share. But however, in that sharing, I started coming every Thursday night to the class to finish the session out. And it still taught me things. Mm-hmm. And it has, it's just been like a ball and chain lifted off me regarding forgiveness. Wow. Because um, you can forgive, but it's impossible to forget. Mm-hmm. And that was a part that can keep you stuck because you have triggers, you know. Um, but you have to get to the point to where you have to look at people the way God looks at people in order to truly forgive them to where those triggers no longer bother you. Right. And so it makes you, it just sets you free. Um, so and it sounds that's what the study So much is easier about. said than done. It is. You know, and so I think that uh, going through a book like this together and leaning into what uh, God has called us to regarding forgiveness, you need to be able to share. You need to be able to gain tools and know that it's a, a process and not an overnight uh, issue that you can suddenly it's all forgotten. It is. It is a process. And um a lot of people want to give you their unsolicited advice, <laughs> but that's where you turn to your your Bible because how we're supposed to handle everything is in there. And once you understand that, then triggers no longer bother you. Yeah. I want to read this quote from the book, and then we'll take a our short break, and then we'll be right back to talk more with Pam about this topic. But... Uh, from the book by uh, Lisa, it says we can look at hard, a hard thing right in front of us through what we know to be true about God and trust that G- Jesus to eventually make something beautiful from it. So we'll be right back on family stories and uh, talking about forgiveness and the beauty that God can bring from that. We hope you are enjoying today's show. We believe that God has given us a voice to impact communities and regions all over the world. If you would like to make sure that voice is heard, please partner with us today by visiting www.expressionradio.org and click donate. You can also text give by texting the dollar amount followed by the word radio to the number 84321. First time text givers, please choose Expression Church of Huntington when prompted. All gifts are tax deductible. Join us as we change the world. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Family Stories. Um, Obviously, uh, here with my wife, Brian, and we are here with Pastor Pam Tufts, who is uh, just such a uh, special rallier of women and and, uh, uh, just has such a ministry in the midst of uh, small groups and and connecting one to another. Um, uh, and so what we're talking about today is a Bible study that she's beginning about forgiveness, um, uh, a book by Lisa Turkhurst. Am I saying that right at all, Pam? I believe so. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, Brian had a uh, really cool quote 
uh, from Lisa. I'll call her. That's what I said before the show. <laughs> I was like, here Lisa says. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, the last name. Uh, she, she had a very cool quote that I just I noticed something really cool about. It says, if healing hasn't been worked out and forgiveness hasn't been walked out, chaos is what will. Oh, no, that's, that's not the same thing you said there, right? Right. Sorry about that. That's okay. But what it was saying was uh, that uh, the biggest thing you have to be able to do is look at the situation that is really tough and that it's really tragic through the lens of what God brings to the equation, right? That's you have right. to be able to see it through that lens. And when you do that and you stay focused on that instead of the offense, um, what happens is God is able to draw you through and bring something beautiful mm-hmm. out of something that was really, really hurtful, really, really tragic. Um, and I know, Pam, that this is not just a book that you read or a Bible study that you're interested in, but this is something that, uh, you know, like many others, you've seen play out in real life. Uh, you have, uh, you've had some really tough situations that you were alluding to that, uh, you know, the Lord, because you've get, kind of gave those things to Him, the Lord's been able to make something beautiful out of it. So why don't you just tell us a little bit about that experience for you? Okay, he certainly has. Um, and just to back up a little bit, going through the middle of that horrible time in our life, I literally had one foot out the door in our marriage. And um, I just, the Lord spoke to me, just, you know, a few times audibly. And this was one time. Um, he told me to stay so mm. that my husband would learn forgiveness. Whoa. And. It was so audible. I was looking right to left to see where that was coming from, and I just did not feel released to go. And, you know, honestly, I was, I didn't want to hear that. I was angry. I was mad. Um, Didn't want to stay, but also felt in my heart and my spirit that I would be doing a disservice to the Lord if I left. And that was more important to me than everything else that was going on. And so um, I did learn, you know, through prayer and through my belief in the Lord how to forgive. But there were still like little triggers that would pop up. But still, I just hung on the fact that I was supposed to be there. And um, so in the midst of all of that, my husband started to come to church, mm-hmm. and I learned after that a few conversations that forgiving him and everything he had, everything that he had brought to our marriage that was not good, and then him, me forgiving him wasn't about me; it was about him. It was about leading him to the Lord. Mm. And I feel like if I would not have listened to the Lord and just left the marriage, you know, he could be walking around in the dark today. But he's not. He's coming to church. Yeah. He has brought our sons to church. Our grandchildren now come to church. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're living a totally different so life, people, life that I could never imagine. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, um, and they love being at church. Mm-hmm. They love being with their new friends. Well, you know, you you talk about that um, time where it was a real decision making time for you, um, and it's the I know that uh, so many people can relate to this uh, feeling where you've been 
hurt or betrayed or turned away from in some way, shape, or form. And like you said, everybody has their own piece of advice of what to give you in that moment. People that care for you, uh, you'll have two people in front of you that love you equally and they'll have the opposite advice to you in that situation, which I'm sure you experienced. And so one is telling you, just get out of there. You're worth more than that. You turn your head up and you march out and you never look back. And the other is telling you like, uh, I'm here for you, whatever we have to do. The Lord's got a plan. You just trust and hold on. So it is so important to be able to do what you did and that's say, I've got I'm thankful for my support and my friends, but from my own heart, I've got to know, Lord, where do I go next? Yeah, you have to be able to drown out everybody else mm-hmm. and just be still enough to listen to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I even had one friend tell me that I needed a CAT scan, <laughs> you know, <laughs> because I chose to stay. <laughs> and so, you know. But yeah. God, God knew. God mm-hmm. knew what was the outcome was going to be, mm-hmm. and that's when you just have to trust the process. It was powerful that you were saying that I, it's. It was against what the feelings I had. My feelings or natural self was, was telling me get out of there. You know what I mean? So you don't get hurt again is what you're trying to do. It's not that you can't see a better uh, result. It's that you're afraid to get hurt again. Exactly, and I, th- I believe that God knew that I had to actually hear Him mm-hmm. for me to take it seriously, because I could have just maybe got an unction or a thought or and just ignored it, but there was something about that that I just could not ignore, and I'm so glad I didn't. Right, right, and so He's talking to you about, hey, I, I want you to... Um, to stay, trust me. In other words, Lord, you're going to have to take care of my heart. And that's what he's saying. I've got your heart. But what we're going to do is we're going to help uh, bring uh, your husband in to a place in relationship with me that he's never experienced before. Exactly. And we're going to do that. Uh, you know, the same way uh, he's going by taking the teeth right out of the lion, right in the midst of a really horrible situation. We're going to use that situation for good um, by the direction of the Holy Spirit, and that's that's just powerful that you're able to hear that. Right. Um, and uh, I'm sure just so encouraging for other people that may be hearing this and and facing these kinds of things. Well, and and I don't want people to think that you know. I'm suggesting everybody stay in a bad relationship. Mm-hmm. I'm right. not. Right. You know, you that's between you and the Lord mm-hmm. and you and the Lord only. But, you know, in my situation, um, God had another plan mm-hmm. and his plan's always best. But even at that, you know, it was a process. I'm still human. And even though in my heart I wanted to be faithful to what God was telling me, um, and she even touches on this study that if the person that has hurt you thinks that you have forgiven them, you might feel like you've let them off the hook mm-hmm. or that it wasn't that big a deal anyway. Right. And you, you know, you want to, you don't want to be that easy on them. Mm-hmm. And if they see you letting your slack down and thinking everything's okay, then. 
wasn't that bad. And so with me personally, I that was a you know, that was a big stumbling block for me. Yes, I wanted to do what the Lord had said, but on the other hand, I didn't want him to think I was okay with everything either. Mm-hmm. But I think it's so cool what the Lord told you when uh, he, uh, you first heard him, like you had mentioned, audibly to stay, but that the forgiveness wasn't even for you or about you, but to show him what forgiveness look like exactly and i think that that but all of that like you said it's a a specific word for your situation and that's what we pray that the lord is able to speak to anyone who might be facing uh a struggle or uh uh with forgiveness or hurt or offense but that they're able to hear the lord clearly through it like he was with you to speak what they need each step of the way in her study, um, which is another thing that really spoke to me, was there will be some people in your life that will hurt you and will never apologize to you, will never ask you for your forgiveness, and you have to learn to be okay with that mm-hmm. and just move on and forgive them as well. Whether you receive an apology or a please forgive me or not, um, sometimes that will happen too. Because it's so consequential for you. you, you can't carry that around. You have to let that go, right? Exactly. Um, in order for you to be free, and you know, uh, where the, where the Bible talks about like you, uh, you need to forgive others. Because um, if you don't uh, forgive others, what happens is you start closing the door of your own heart to even receive the Lord's forgiveness for you. Um, you know, so it's kind of whatever you measure, meet you measure out you end up measuring back on yourself unconsciously. Mm-hmm. And right. that's what happens when people get really hurt a lot of times is they start uh, they start with shaking a finger at that other person, but in their own heart they start shaking a finger at themselves. Uh, and it's, you get into a guilt and they get into a depression uh, that they didn't mean to fall into. Exactly. And, you know, when you can learn to look at people – and love people the way God does. That just kind of brings it all home and makes it, takes the sting out. I won't say it makes it easier, but it does take the sting out of it. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I've got children, and I know how much I love my children, and I know how much God has to love me, regardless of what I've ever done. Same with Him. And um, if you if you lean into that, and understand how much God loves you, then the person that you have been hurt by, um, I know in my situation, I actually started feeling sorry for him mm. and started feeling a, a tender moment towards him because I'm seeing him the way God yeah, sees him. Right. And I felt, instead of and I felt bad hurt. for him yeah. instead of feeling bad for myself. Yeah. Because wow. I know the relationship I have with the Lord and at the time he didn't and my heart my heart hurt for him, not just my, not myself. Mm-hmm. And that really helped me to um learn to forgive what I could not forget or get out of my head. Yeah. And so, because uh, I've heard you say that before, even out of this study of, of you, you know, you've got to allow the Lord to shift the lens of the way that you see the other person. Yes. Instead of seeing them as the person 
that uh, that hurt you and therefore is probably going to hurt you again. Um, you know, at some point you and the first thing comes with I've got to give my uh, trust to the Lord that He knows how to protect me better than I can protect myself mm-hmm. from any future hurt. And then that frees me, knowing He has me, to go. God, now can you shift my perspective of even this other person uh, to see them almost as myself. A person who is flawed, a person that has sometimes operates out of their insecurity, sometimes operates out of their own junk that I can't see. You know? Exactly, exactly, and I, and you can't do it on your own. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it has to be. And if you don't even know where to start, you know, my advice would be is to just um, if you want to if you want to do and live exactly the way the Lord wants you to, and you just can't. If you've got a block and you just can't forgive or you just can't get past something, even if you just talk to him and tell him that you want to, that you want to be in his will, but you're struggling with doing that, he will start turning things around in your mind, in your heart, in your spirit to where um, he'll put things where you need him to be so that you can start living out your desire and not just harboring a grudge powerful so yeah. you set yeah. your anchor by prayer right and then he pulls you through that in the way that only he can right uh so powerful pam yeah so i just want to mention as we uh end this episode that pam is for the ladies of expression church uh doing a bible study at her home it's going to be over six weeks coffee and conversations again tackling this subject uh, based on the book forgiving what you can't forget i want to encourage you guys uh the listening audience that whether it's just picking up this book for yourself whether it is jumping in uh to a local Bible study, maybe it's starting a Bible study. Uh, take those steps to know that you are not alone. Uh, you've got a community of faith around you, and uh, even uh, forgiveness. God, we can trust God to walk us through, and no matter what the outcome, He'll be, bring beauty to it. But uh, Pam, we've loved having you on, and this has been Family Stories with Ronnie and Brian. We hope you are enjoying today's show. We believe that God has given us a voice to impact communities and regions all over the world. If you would like to make sure that voice is heard, please partner with us today by visiting www.expressionradio.org and click donate. You can also text give by texting the dollar amount followed by the word radio to the number 84321. First time text givers, please choose Expression Church of Huntington when prompted. All gifts are tax deductible. Join us as we change the world.